0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Club Junkie podcast. That means it's the middle of the week, one day closer to men's league, one day closer to the weekend. We made it through halfway, or not really, because it's the morning. If well, depending on when you're listening to this, but it's halfway through the week, so uh, we've made th- th- made it this far. Hopefully, we've got some golf on the horizon. I fo- or fortunately do, so I'm excited for that. Uh, but before we get into it today, just want to let you know this episode brought to you by Titleist Vokey Wedges. Um, I mean, Bob Vokey, he's been, uh, you know, on the quest for a better wedge, uh, you know, for his whole life. I mean, he's, uh, his design is, is, is endless, uh, and he, uh, he and his team uh, basically will never stop searching for ways to improve the feel and the function uh, of the tools they craft. So um, the SM-8s are basically the highlight of what they've done. They've done some crazy stuff where there's weight out in the toe. It moves the center of gravity, like, in front of the face, So it makes it easier to square up and, you know, more consistent, uh, you know, squaring up the face more consistently is going to offer better shots, uh, better scoring and just overall better performance. So uh, the Voki SM8s, I've been playing them for a while now. Uh, Great spin, good control, very predictable. ton of soul grinds to fit pretty much any swing uh, out there, and uh, yeah, it's just a, a really great wedge, so um, if you want to uh, check them out, go to, uh, what is it, uh, the com. go to Vokey.com, check out the wedge selector tool, help you figure out what wedges probably would fit your game the best, uh, and then also, uh, you know, go mess around with Wedgeworks and see what you can design, because there's a lot of cool stuff, I mean, I I, I did that, and it was uh, it was actually almost, like, difficult to do, because there's so many options, so. Go check that stuff out, and, uh, you know, check out the estimates for yourself. So, this episode today, I've got uh, a couple interesting things to talk about. Uh, something different than I usually do. Um, I've got uh, I've got a putter to talk about, and then I've got a couple uh, accessories. Something smaller and uh, stuff I've been uh, messing with just uh, over the past couple weeks. So, uh, you know, interesting. Just uh, trying to change it up a little bit in terms of... Uh, of what I'm talking about and also uh you know getting my hands on some other stuff. So it's uh, it's it's pretty uh, pretty good week, but I went and played last night. I got to sub in uh, my buddy John his uh, his league his dad actually plays in his league and his dad's partner wasn't showing up, so he needed a guy. <clears throat> and uh I was the man to fill the position. I was the man to uh to make a double and a triple and and still shoot 39, but it was uh it was a good night. It was fun. We had a good time. Um, <clears throat> played with two other guys who uh who actually i played i subbed in that league like three weeks ago and with another guy and played with, played against these two gentlemen and then we played against the same two gentlemen to, uh last night so it was uh but it was fun it was a good time uh we played at the old the old maple lane which uh, if you 're like i said from metro detroit you 'll know probably where that is it is a very interesting course they tend to pack <clears throat> they tend to pack three eighteen hole or th- is it 318-hole or 39-hole? I don't remember. I think it's 318-hole courses into a very small area, and there are some holes that you're teeing off literally right next to the green and right in the line of fire. So it uh, you definitely have to be paying attention at that course, and it's, uh, it's not in the most amazing shape right now. Uh, the greens are a little inconsistent. I think we all found that uh, some of the greens, very, very slow. Uh, some of the greens, a little faster, and then some of them uh, were absolutely covered in leaves and seeds and whatever was falling off the tree this spring. So very made for very interesting scoring, and each hole played like a, li- a little more <laughs> unique <laughs> than the other. Uh, but I actually hit some really good shots. Uh, the first hole, we played the east course, which the first hole you can either lay up at like 140 yards. I think if you play it to the far left, it's like 150, and then go for the green. Or you can hit it like, I want to say it's like two... I want to say it's like 220 to carry the like this creek, which I mean I know for a lot of people isn't isn't very much, but uh, it was dead into the wind. I hit driver, hit into the the, the trap on the right on the green side, <clears throat> hit my 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 sand shot pretty fat, which is different because I'm typically a decent decent bunker player. Uh, hit my 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 wedge shot fat, and then uh, chipped in for birdie. So it was uh, it was kind of nice to uh, start off with a birdie, and uh, <laughs> and if that ball didn't go in. Yeah, it was going ten feet by. It was it was moving. Hit the pin, fell in. But whatever. Uh, then I played uh, the rest of it pretty well. Other than you know, I I pretty much played decent. Other than the the last hole, and then uh, I played. I don't remember which hole it was, but I made a, a triple uh, on on a hole. I just I hit a drive. I hit it kind of left. Uh, not crazy left, but it was left enough. It ends up literally next to a tree. So I'm actually le- almost leaning on the tree with kind of my left shoulder. And I pulled hybrid out just to try to get it, you know, just a little hotter face, just try to get it out into the fairway. And I couldn't even go dead right. I mean, I had to kind of go straight at the at the at the green. And there was a tree there. But I figured if I could just get enough on it, it would be low, it would come out, and I would run it, you know, under the tree, and I'd be all right. And uh, I didn't really take into consideration that the ball was way in front of my left foot, and I struck it absolutely flush. And if anything, the ball's playing forward in your stance. It got up in the air, hit the tree, fell down, and uh it was just a kind of a mess of a hole. So there was not a whole lot, uh a whole lot good going on in that hole, so I made triple. And then on the last hole I hit it into the, hit it into the fairway bunker on an on, on the like the the fourth hole or something like that. So I hit it way left, punched it out, and then proceeded to probably hit the flushest pitching wedge I've ever hit, which went over the green, hit a tree, came all the way back and was in some of the deepest rough. I, I got to believe on the course. It was over my shoe. Like when I stood on it. I was over my shoe. So I didn't hit a great shot there, but whatever I made six. Um, so, but I still shot 39. So I'm so pretty, like I said, I hit some really good shots. Um, you know, I hit a, a couple really good iron shots into that green. And, and like I've said before, on that course, those greens are not easy to hold. Everything's kind of domed. And if you don't, hit like the front of the green and roll it up, you're pretty much not going to stop it. The fairways are are pretty long right now, so you're not getting a ton of spin. <clears throat> and I've had a few really good iron shots that actually held the green and uh, and and worked out pretty well. So I'm I'm pretty happy with that. Uh, and then I also putted with, uh, and, I, and I brought a totally different set. Um, I basically kind of are building a Maple Lane set, which is a set with kind of higher lofts, more spin, and, you know, I'll sacrifice a little distance because you don't necessarily need it there. Um, but more loft, more spin and stuff that's just going to, you know, fly into the greens a little easier, land a little softer and hopefully hold a few more greens. And, and you know, if I can make some putts, I'll, I'll score all right there. But uh, so I basically uh, threw in the um, the Cobra MIM tours, which to me, I think, spin a little bit. They've got a little bit of spin to them. And I hit them actually really well, and I, I tell you what, those are some really underrated irons. I mean, the 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 look on them is really great. They have very little offset. Um, excuse me, the feel of them extremely soft. Even though I know, like, I think there was like one YouTuber who said the feel wasn't very good. I don't I don't know what that person. I mean, I know feel is very subject subject subjective, but the feel on them I think is phenomenal. They're very soft, uh, very responsive. They don't rattle your your fillings if you miss it super thin or off the toe or off the heel. Um, and they're pretty forgiving. They're, they're, I don't think they're quite as forgiving as the ZX-7s, uh, but I think they're pretty close. And like, like I said, the feel is is very soft. Um, I mean, everything about them is, is really good. Like I said, they, they spin a little bit more than my ZX-7s, I think. Um, and those have uh, the Money Taper KBS uh, in them as well. So they're a little different shaft than my my ZX-7. But I tell you what, they they fly pretty high, they land soft, uh, and they hold some greens. So uh, right now, I, I hit them really well. And, and like I said, I, I just took them out, and I'm I'm pretty... Um, I need to take them out more Because I think they're uh, a very, very underrated iron And like I said, the looks from them are absolutely phenomenal So if you haven't messed with the King MIM Tours, if you're going in looking for irons, hitting stuff Definitely take a look Because I think they're, like I said, super underrated um, But anyway I, From Cobra uh, You will see it uh, later today Or today when this podcast goes live Which is going to be a little later um, I believe it's going to be uh, a 10am podcast I believe because the embargo for the brand new line of Cobra, 3D printed putters is at 10 a.m. today. So, um, or if for some reason the embargo changed, this may be a Thursday podcast. Who knows? Depends on when you're listening. <laughs> I got to double check before I click the live button. But uh, basically, uh, Cobra came out last year with the uh, the Super Sport. Uh, I think it was called the Supersport 35, which was their first 3D printed, mass 3D printed putter. I think it was limited edition. They only made like 500 of them. And uh, it was a a pretty cool design. There's been 3D printed putters before, uh, but this is the first one from a major OEM. So we've got, uh, you know, I know National Custom Works has been doing it for a little while. Um, There's, uh, you know, a handful of smaller guys out there, um, like 3DEV. There's there's just a a, a lot of... uh, you know, uh, uh, th- this market's starting to evolve as as three you know metal three D printing uh, prices have come down. The technology's gotten better, all that. So, um, it's very interesting to see that Cobra's kind of sticking with it. It's pretty cool. Like I said last year, they had the the Super Sport thirty five, which was kind of a a chunky blade, and they're they've got a, a new version of that. So it's a, a Super Sport uh, thirty five look. It's got some new tech into it, a little different look, but uh, it's pretty much the same. Head, uh, But the one I was messing with, which, excuse the Velcro here as I open it up, uh, is the new mallet version, which everybody had spotted uh, Jason Duffner with uh, a little while ago. Uh, I can't remember what tournament it was, but he had a big cobra mallet, and it had some little wings on it and all that, and everybody was pretty interested in what it was, and it is the Cobra King Agera which Agera, if you're not a, uh, a car guy, is uh, basically a Koenigsegg that was, I think for a little while, the fastest production car in the world. Uh, I might have to check, fact check that, but extremely high performance, extremely expensive, uh, but it was a, 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 basically a car, so they, they've named this thing the Agera. In a way, it's kind of got that like supercar look to it, uh, but it's big. It's uh, basically their face balanced mallet, so it's got kind of a single bend shaft in it. Uh, but it is uh, pretty much truly face balanced, and uh, it's you know got a lot of crazy lattice work inside the uh, the head. So though when you set it down, uh, it's got little wings kind of on the back, like most mallets these days do. I think uh, that's kind of the trend. But uh, the top is kind of a almost a brushed stainless steel look to it. Uh, it kind of reminded me of a DeLorean a little bit when I when I first uh, pulled it out of the packaging. But uh, it's got kind of a, a bright silver brushed uh, finish, which looks pretty nice. And I was actually kind of worried about the glare on it because it is a little shinier than you know the bottom half, which is kind of a black uh, matte black finish. But and it, it, it honestly, I've mean, I, I played with it uh, two nine hole rounds now, a little bit on the putting green, and it's all been like pretty sunny days. Uh, And I had no problem with uh, glare or anything like that. So I was a little worried about it in the beginning, no issue there. Uh, And then the middle of it, uh, as you can see, is kind of open. So it's got kind of a hole, but then there's a a sight line that's kind of built into the middle of it. And that sight line and everything has a lot of lattice or truss work uh, built into it. So when you look into the side, the one cool thing about 3D printing is that, you know, unlike casting or milling, you can kind of, you can do three-dimensional shapes, and this thing, they definitely have some kind of crazy lattice work, and the lattice work in there is really to add structure to the putter without using a ton of weight, so then they can take that weight, and if you see in the back corners, and even in the front corners, so there's four kind of tungsten weights that are put at the four corners of the putter to add really high uh, stability to it, and they can take all the weight from that, that middle section uh, that they have there, and Put it to the four corners, making it extremely stable. And I'll tell you what, it is—it it is a very stable putter. I mean, uh, every putt that I hit was pretty much on the line that I chose. I mean, even if I mishit it a little bit, uh, you know, whether it was toe, heel, whatever, a little low, thin, uh, low on the face, or anything like that, um, the ball always basically started out exactly on the line I picked. Um, you know, I did have a little swing path issue—a swing path issue on one, and I hit it left of the target. But again, I mean, the ball no matter where you hit it on the face for the most part, it's going where you're aiming it. Um, it's really stable. It's really easy to hit. It's very forgiving. Um, and like I said, the, the lattice work, the truss work, I mean, you can see it on the back. You can see it on the sides. You can see it internally. Even the sight line has, you know, some some kind of bridge-inspired uh, truss work to it. Uh, but there's just, you know, not a ton of weight in the middle of the putter. But, you know, they moved it all pretty much to the, the four corners, which is pretty cool. Uh, the face, again, is uh, a, an aluminum insert that, they, you, that they've they kind of partnered up with SICK Putters, S-I-K, uh, and it's got their face technology on it, which is uh, a pretty interesting setup. They basically, uh, as you can see it, you wouldn't notice much about the face insert, but the face basically has lower loft in the bottom, and then it actually has more loft as you go up. So it's divided into four sections. The very bottom section is one degree of loft, and then the, the next section is two, and then three, and then four. And what they do with that is, depending on how you deliver the putter to the ball, so if you have kind of a descending blow uh, and you hit it, you want to have a little more loft to keep that ball rolling at whatever specific, uh, you know, kind of launch angle that uh, that that's required. So if you hit it low on the face, it's only one degree aloft. It should launch the ball the same as if you hit it, uh, hit down on it and hit it a little higher on the face. So... This The SICK technology there is pretty interesting, and I would say it does really work. The ball comes off the, the putter head really, really well. I mean, it really has a, a ton of roll, forward roll to it. There's n- basically no skipping or hopping or anything like that. Um, and the funny thing is I kind of noticed as I was playing, one of the guys in the group kind of did mishit it, and they kind of flipped the wrist a little bit and kind of hit up on it. The ball kind of jumped and came up short. And I was like, "That's interesting because this, you know, sick te- technology—the sick face—is supposed to basically help with that." And I don't know if I did any of that. I mean, I didn't feel like I kind of, you know, hit it, you know, though. But I did hit it low on the face once or twice, and the rollout was really good. It, it really does keep a lot of the distance on those miss hits uh, vertically on the face, uh, rolling really well. And like I said, I, I did hit one kind of low on the face. It definitely rolled out pretty much exactly to the hole. So. I think I missed the putt uh, on the left side, but it, it, like I said, the distance was wasn't lost with it, which was really interesting. And like I said, the roll on that, even that shot, was still smooth. Uh, it didn't, like I said, didn't have any hop, didn't have any skip. I, th- I think I still came into it a little more neutral uh, and just had the putter higher up off the ground. But either way, I, uh, you know, still hit a pretty good putt with it. Um, you know, the the thing actually has a pretty good feel to it. It's got from the the super sport the the original one, which I I think I reviewed. Months ago or last year, or something like that on the show, uh, I think maybe sounded a touch more muted than this one. This one's got a little more click to it, which i didn't mind actually i mean it's 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 a little more responsive, uh, but it doesn't have it's not quite as quiet and as muted as, as the original in my opinion. Uh, I think it's pretty close, but uh, the feel is pretty good it's it's very solid um, I would say it's not the softest uh, feeling uh, grooved aluminum insert that I've ever hit. But uh, but I, th- that's fine. Like I said, I, I like a little responsiveness. I like a, just a little bit of click there um, to, to kind of know where you're hitting it on the face, uh, kind of know where it's going and, and how well you struck it. So I don't mind that. Um, and I think it's, you know, a very pleasing sound. It's kind of just a, a little bit of a, a click, uh, but it's not high-pitched. It's not tingy. It's not anything like that that you might expect from a putter with so many holes and so many parts going on. They've really made it actually feel really solid. So it's, uh, you know, like I said, when you first look at it, you might think this thing could make some crazy noises it really doesn 't they 've really engineered it to to have a good sound and feel to it um, the uh, The other thing with it that i that was is pretty interesting is that you know the alignment is the the, the alignment is is interesting because the, the alignment line is basically a truss right down the middle i mean there 's just a, a big line right down the middle and it 's part of the structure of the putter. Um, I would say that's that it's interesting because I like thick, long sight lines uh, it's just for me easier to line up i don't like you know two ball type stuff or uh, you know wedges or you know funky lines and none of that. I, I like kind of a single sight line, and it was interesting because this here has it does have it, but then the actual painted sight line in there is done in Chrome, so you don't really notice the actual painted sight line which is there it's actually like a little plastic insert because um, it's done in chrome but it, there is a, a a solid line there so i kind of wish you could do this in white like there was an actual white painted line on there um but it overall worked pretty well like i said i, I didn't have any problems lining it up uh, any putt that i missed for me was pretty much a a, a misread or uh, a, a putt that i just didn't hit hard enough you know just just left it short just because the greens were a little slower so uh the the putter is like i said super easy to use if you're looking for a super high moi putter something that's just super forgiving easy to hit you know you're not you know if you don't quite strike it exactly perfect uh that the ball is going to go it i mean this thing is is right there uh stuck come stock with a kbs uh CT tour putter shaft uh, a 120 which I kind of like it's it's definitely a little more stout than a standard putter shaft and as I messed around with some of the Fuji Kura stuff last uh, last week this thing here definitely is a little more stout it just feels like you have a little more control of the putter head especially something this large which I've got to believe has to you know uh, make the shaft want to twist a little more this thing you know is, is definitely pretty stable and it, and it feels pretty good it like i said it, it transitions some of that that vibration to your hands um the oversized putter grip isn't my thing but hey that that's personal preference i mean house you know larger smaller whatever putter grips are putter grips you know people are going to like what they like it does come with arc an arco sensor in it uh automatically which of you use arcos that's awesome but uh overall it's a really great package i'll give it like i said i'll give the two negatives i i wish the the sight line was just painted white uh just so it stood out a little more uh i would love that um like i said the the it, it still worked don't get me wrong but I, I would like something just a little higher contrast there um and again which is kind of stupid whatever it's got a velcro closure on the on the uh on the on the cover, on the head cover. And that, I, I I don't know, I guess I've gotten used to the magnetic covers and I, I kind of would like a magnetic cover just because you don't hear the rip as it goes through. And the magnetic ones tend to be a little more durable over a long period of time if you, you know, own this for a few years. So, um, but yeah, overall, I really like the Aguera. I think it's a really great, you know, face-balanced, high MOI putter. Uh, probably one of the more forgiving mallets that I've, I've ever hit. I mean, it's just really kind of crazy how well the thing stays online. But uh, it's also a really awesome just engineering thing. Like, if you're into, you know, if you're an engineer, you're into that kind of stuff, just looking at this putter, I mean, you just kind of stare at the sides, you stare at the back, you just kind of stare at all the different features of this putter because it's pretty unique. But then when you set it down, it's a stainless steel top that's pretty clean. You don't really see a lot of that truss work or any of that crazy engineering. Um, it's just a putter. And then, uh, like I said, it, it's kind of a conversation piece when you when you pick it up and people see the sides and they see all the stuff going around, going on around it. So... Um, I showed my buddy, and, and he did the same thing I did. It was just like 360 in your hand, kind of looking at it, going, wow, like just kind of looking at where everything goes, which is pretty cool. Um, but it's also cool that you know when you set it down, you don't see that stuff, so it's not distracting in any way. But um, yeah, I think I think Cobra, you know, like that Super Sport putter, which I thought was a really great putter. I think uh, this Agara here is really good. Like I said, they've got a new version kind of of that uh, that Super Sport as well, with some of the tungsten weights that this has uh, in it that the original one didn't have. So uh, I didn't take that one out just because I've, I've kind of you know hit that putter already. But uh, this one here, like I said, if you're looking for you know m- kind of max forgiveness in a putter. It's going to be hard to beat, but like I said, it's it's a pretty cool design. Pretty impressed with uh, with what uh, Cobra did there with this this, this putter. So um, it should be out today. Uh, like I said, I think the embargo, the announcement is going to be like ten a.m. When, whenever this podcast comes out is basically when they're going to announce the putter. So that should be out uh, shortly. And then uh, yeah, go check it out when uh, when they show up in shops. It's uh, like I said, pretty cool. Uh, and if you like the photos on Golf.beerX, you're welcome because I took them. So, uh, yeah, the Aguera from Cobra, pretty awesome. So uh, it, was, uh, it was a fun one to uh, test out, and uh, I'm glad that, uh, that I got to. So uh, now we're going to get into a couple kind of smaller accessories type stuff that, I mean, I normally haven't done before, but I figured I have the stuff, why not? And uh, one company sent me some stuff uh, they offered to, so I was like, heck yeah, let's do it. Uh, but before we get into those two items... Uh, you know the Fujikura Matoré X. I know I get a few, a lot of questions about the Fujikura Matoré X uh, in my DMs on our Wednesday Q and A sessions. Um, but basically, Matoré X ten years of innovation went into it from the original Matoré uh, that came out, and basically the Matoré X line. There's the F1, the F3, both built to just create a ton of ball speed while still keeping stability. So high performance shafts definitely create a lot of ball speed. The F1, low launch, low spin. Uh, the F3, more mid-launch and kind of mid-low spin. But uh, they are basically cannons when it comes to ball speed. Uh, I played the F3 a lot. Uh, I have played it in a 3-wood. I've got it in uh, a, a driver as well. Uh, the F3 is, like I said, extreme kick and impact, uh, but it's still extremely consistent. Performs really well, uh, but you just feel like you're just adding ball speed to the drives. It's uh, It's you know, maximizes energy. It's it's really a a pretty cool shaft, uh, and definitely worth trying out if you've been, ever been thinking about it. Um and then, you know, the F one, low launch, low low spin, uh built for harder swingers, you know, higher club head speeds. I hit the F one. It's a little low launching for me or or was when I hit it. Um and, you know, I would I would put it kind of just a hair above Ventus Black uh in terms of, you know, launch and spin. But again it has a little more aggressive kick at impact. So the Matori X from Fujikura uh, go to FujikuraGolf.com. dot com find an authorized dealer near you, but the Matori x line is is really a, an underrated line uh, in the Fujikura lineup of tons of great shafts uh the Matori X is kind of uh kind of underrated and, and kind of not thought of as much because of its big brother but uh definitely worth hitting and a a really two great shaft options for uh for player looking for like i said a little more ball speed a little more kick and impact and that lively feel so check those out like i said dot Fujikura.golf, com. check the specs out find your authorized dealer all that so uh yeah i've got uh, i don't know if i have one on the wall not at the moment, but I have one above me in, uh, in a driver. But, um, yeah, so this, uh, the next couple things are items that were actually sent in to me. And one of them, uh, we'll start with uh, the boys at... Uh, one of them is very interesting. I never really thought I'd be messing with this and, and kind of thought it was an interesting idea. But now that I've used it, it's actually a really good idea. Um, but the guys at, uh, at Birdie Wrap... Uh, so if you if you check them out on instagram at birdie rap so b i r d i e w r a p um, on like Twitter and or uh, that 's on Twitter and then on instagram it 's birdie underscore rap so you know birdie underscore rap on Instagram, but the boys of birdie rap basically reached out and said hey man we 'd love to send you some stuff. Uh, would you mind you know trying some stuff out?" And I was like, yeah, sure, so I checked out what they made and and basically they make a uh, you know an, a high performance sports tape uh, for you know for golfers or kind of anybody, but uh, it's a very interesting thing that they, uh, they've they kind of designed, you know, we've all done that where we've, you've gone out, you've hit balls of the range, especially early in the year, you've built up that uh, that nice either callus or blister or whatever on your hand or fingers or whatever, and uh, then you have to go find some athletic tape or whatever and tear the strips down and rip it in half and cut it to the you know the lengths and all that jazz, and it's kind of a, a little bit of a pain. Uh, so these guys basically went out and built, a much more flexible, much more easier to use uh, tape for, you know, stuff, you know, for your hands, for your fingers. And it's kind of interesting because it's very similar to that, uh, that like, KT tape or kinesiology tape is what it feels like, but it's got way more stick than that. Uh, So it comes in a big roll. Uh, I don't remember, does it say how many come in here? It's a lot. It's like each box has, like, two rolls in it, and each one, they're they're pre-cut little strips that are already you know cut they're basically what probably uh a half inch in length they're basically on my hand uh you know in between each knuckle they're they're basically that wide so they they fit basically perfectly and you just basically could you could either throw a roll the whole roll in your uh, your golf bag or just i took a bunch of strips and just threw them in mine and basically my when i play a lot of golf basically my ring finger on my right hand uh can sometimes I don't know why I squeeze it funny, but there's like kind of a a callus slash kind of a little bit of a, a sore spot that flares up, kind of right in between, uh, you know, my kind of my almost my pinky and my and the finger. It's more not truly on the bottom of it; it's kind of on a little bit on the side. And I, I, I'm the same thing where I've I've you know had a roll of an old roll of athletic tape in my bag for forever, and it's got grass and whatever stuck on it. But these, I mean, you just peel off the backing, which is pretty simple. And this stuff, like I said, I messed with some of that KT tape stuff back in the day when I had some shoulder issues, and this stuff seems to stick a heck of a lot better. Uh, But it's extremely flexible. It's, you know, you just kind of wrap it around, and boom, you're done. And it just kind of wraps around. And then when, you know, you move your hand, like some athletic tape, if you put it on either too thick or you don't put it on right, it'll basically hinder you from actually bending your finger. And this stuff is super flexible, um, and it 's actually really tacky like it, once it's on like it really stays on I've been, I've been using it um, just kind of like uh, as a in a sense precautionary measure, just messing with it uh, over the past like like week and a half or so, and this stuff doesn't like come off I mean every once in a while, I think the worst I had was one of the times I had a little bit of a corner on the top kind of start to peel back. Um, but it never went beyond that. I mean, it was a really just small little section on the very corner. Um, but other than that, I mean, it stays definitely in place. It definitely helps with that uh, abrasion type stuff with, with hitting a bunch of uh, balls. And the nice thing is you don't have to rip it. You don't have to have, like, you know, this this roll in your bag that you got to tear off and cut it to the right lengths. And did you have too much? And then it's too thick. Um, it's, it's just pre-cut and ready to go. Like, it just is there. Um, and it's, like I said, it's super flexible. When you put it on, it doesn't hinder your moving your fingers at all. Even if you miss and you get kind of into the the bend in the knuckle or bend in the finger pad, it doesn't matter. It's super flexible. Just you know, it doesn't stop you from gripping the club that you want to, the way you want to grip it. Um, but it works pretty much on on anything. I use it like I said. on my, kind of my ring finger, kind of on the uh, the kind of the I guess the, the there's like three pads of your finger. I use it kind of in the middle one, and like I said, it, it was kind of unnoticeable. It was one of those things where there you just had it on and you just played and there was nothing about it but it, it works really well like i said it stayed in place great the the tackiness of it is is way more than you know like I said some of the kt tape or whatever i used previously uh on a, on a kind of a shoulder thing i've used it on some shin splints but this stuff it reminded me of that because it is super flexible and all that but it it has way more tack to it it doesn't move like that stuff does um and i'm a super sweaty guy now it, it unfortunately hasn't here been super hot so i haven't been able to test you know how crazy uh you know durable it is when you're really sweaty but i gotta believe it's gonna stay in place like i said the 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 thing here when you go to peel it off it really does have kind of a i mean you you definitely have to peel it and you can see it stretch as you peel it off so um i gotta believe that even in the hot conditions it's gonna be totally fine to wear and it's gonna stay in place but um yeah. I mean, it, it, it's actually a pretty unique product. Uh, and I think it's one of those things where, you know, some people will sit there and say, well, I can just go buy a roll of athletic tape for probably cheaper. I haven't, to be honest, I haven't looked at, uh, at what the prices of this stuff, but, I, but, you know, like I said, it, the convenience of it to just throw it on, uh, is, is pretty good. And honestly, it looks like you could even pull it off and put it back on again and still be all right. Um, you can almost reuse it if it came off, but, um, you know, it it does work really well. I think the guys here have designed something that is is I wouldn't say you know unique in a sense, but it's extremely convenient. It's well thought out, and it it really does work. Like I said, it's it's super flexible. It's way more flexible than standard athletic tape, and you know you you feel like you have that full range of movement that you typically don't with with athletic tape. So um, the guys at Birdie Wrap, I think it's kind of cool. Like I said, at, at first I was kind of you know kind of like well I, I don't know, like let's see what it's about, but. um, it comes in a nice little box, and you get two rolls. Which, like I said, each roll—I don't know how many are in here—but it's a lot. I mean, it's it's a it's a good amount. Uh, it should last you a, a good a, a good amount of time, I think. I mean, unless even if you're wearing it like every day, if you go to the range, you put one on, you're hitting balls, whatever. Uh, I, I think it's still going to last a while. Like I said, the pre-cut strips are, are perfect. so You're not wasting a bunch. Um, it, you know, like I said, for finger stuff like this. It, it it wraps perfectly around and it's uh it's it's pretty pretty cool i i, I kind of like it i'm 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 excited to to have this and bring it down to like kind of the the guys' weekend that I'm going on in in august where we play thirty six thirty six eighteen and then some guys play even more on the thursday but that day usually uh i i I've, I've definitely got a little spot on my you know on my my right ring finger or right yeah right ring finger that that kind of gets a little sore a little raw and you know for something like this it'll be in my bag and i'll definitely pop it off and use it heck i might even put it on the first round and just you know make sure that i don't don't get to that point so um it's a really cool product like i said it it sticks on really well like i just pulled the piece off my ring finger put it on my middle finger and it still has a good amount of tack to it and you know even when you pull it off you can feel that it's still holding on really really well so um Extremely durable, like i said the, I, I've basically had some on every round I've played since they sent it to me, and it has I, I haven't had it come loose like I said one little corner came loose on once, but that was it. I mean the rest of it stayed in place, it never moved, and it was almost one of those things you didn't even notice you had it on, which I think is the point i mean I think something like this when you design it well, if you don't notice it's on and you don't notice it's there, it's doing its job you know it's not something where you want and you know want to feel it uh, or anything like that but it's a pretty cool product. Like I said, I, I like the fact that it's pre-cut. Um, like I said, I took a couple strips and just threw them in one of my bags, so they're just there and ready to go if I, you know, when I need them. Uh, but you could also just, you know, like I said, toss a whole roll in. I think the only thing I would, I would say, I wish they kind of had is if you, t- you know, it comes each box come with comes with two rolls, and if you like, you know, like me, I have two golf bags. I would throw one in each. But there's no real way, like, you I, know, I, almost like it'd be cool if it came with like a little like rubber band or something like that that you could just pop on there. To keep it in a roll form instead of maybe unraveling in a bag, but you know, like I said, that's a pretty minuscule gripe about anything. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a pretty cool little product. Like I said, I, I've enjoyed it. I've, uh, I, like I said, I'm, I'm excited to have it in my bag for for the year, uh, and when I need it, it'll be there. And, and like I said, it, it doesn't get in the way like like standard athletic tapes. So uh, a, a pretty cool uh, product. So like I said, if you want to check those guys out, um, you know. Instagram, at birdie underscore rap. Uh, check those guys out. Uh, and then on Twitter, they're just at birdie rap. So they'll uh, have links to, to purchase and all that right on their site. But it's, uh, like I said, a, a pretty cool product. I think they did a, a great job with it. And, uh, you know, like I said, if you're somebody who, who gets some blisters, who gets some, some hot spots on your hands or whatever, definitely check it out. So it's, uh, you know, it, it's, a, it's a cool product. It works better than, you know, the standard cheap, uh, athletic tape that you can just go buy it, you know, Walgreens or C V S or wherever. So like I said, check those guys out. It's pretty cool. Uh and then the next one I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about is uh one that I've had this 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 product in my uh I've had it in my my <laughs> in my possession for quite a while and I just haven't uh uh I haven't used it just because I haven't need to because I had another brush. So Basically, it's the... If you haven't seen it, it's basically called the Groove-It Brush. And the Groovit Brush is basically a brush uh, that you can see. It's got a brush on it for your golf clubs. But the unique thing is that the handle is actually a reservoir with water, and it's got a little pump that you push down, and it squirts water out of the bottom of it onto the club face, and then you scrub the club face. And it's interesting because as... You know, nowadays, especially with like the COVID stuff, ball washers, things like that haven't been accessible at all courses. I know the course uh, Maple Lane just put their ball washers out now that Michigan kind of opened some more stuff up, but it basically has a little reservoir that you can, you know, refill and you can basically squirt water onto your club. You could squirt it onto a ball, you could squirt it onto anything. Um, and then the brush you just scrub the club with. And the guy sent it to me the guys over there sent it to me, and it literally sat on my desk in my office for for a long time and Then I had just a cheap plastic brush in my bag, and it broke it was i think it was it got caught in between my um, <clears throat> my push cart and the bed of my truck and my bag or whatever, but it snapped in half and it was toast so you know I had this thing sitting at work, so i said all right let 's go ahead and try it." So I went ahead and tried it. <laughs> And I tell you what is it, 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 it really does work really well I mean is uh, you know I kind of thought it was you know one of those ideas of like okay, whatever, and honestly, I thought all right, I got a brush i 'm fine i 'm not going to use the water part, but I filled it up anyway, and I tell you what i use it I use the water portion of it way more than I thought I would uh, you basically just it, it fits in your hand with like a little it 's a little pump, and you just you know, use your thumb and you push it down and it squirts out a little bit of water, you give it a few squirts. You scrub the face, and it's clean. And it's, uh, you know, way better than using a towel. It's w- way better than, wow, that magnet's strong. Uh, way better than using, like, a, a metal bristle, bristle brush, which I know some people, I I used to use a metal one, too, because you never felt like you got everything out of the grooves. Uh, but you throw in water in there, uh, and it, like I said, it's plastic bristle bristled. It is pretty big. I I will say that I wish the head uh, on it was just a little bit smaller. I feel like sometimes with, with certain clubs, it's a little hard to get into every nook and cranny sometimes, or you have to kind of manipulate the corner of the brush. Um, so I wish either, maybe it was like just a little more angled or slightly smaller, but it really works well. Um, for cleaning out clubs, and you know, like I said, this day and age where they don't necessarily have buckets of water out or all that to to wet your towel down and and, and all those things, it does really come in handy and it does really work well. Um, it's got a kind of a cool little carabiner uh, system with a, a really strong magnet on it, and you basically can attach this to the cart to your bag. And it takes some good force to to pull it apart, and then you don't have to be super specific; it just snaps back together and it holds itself on and and off to the you know after you use it, you move on to the next hole and and you don't have to worry about it going anywhere. you just can yank it off, clean your club, and throw it back. Um, the reservoir actually lasts a long time i think i I played i want to say at least thirty six if not more than that i want to play I maybe played forty five holes whatever, and I went to fill it up, and it still had probably a third of the water still in it. I mean, it doesn't use a ton of water when you when you you know when you press the the button, it, it squirts out a little bit at a time. But it, it it seems to hold up for for you know at least a handful of rounds. I think you'll be easily be able to get three rounds out of you know depending on how much you use it. <clears throat> you'll easily be able to get you know two to three rounds out of it before you have to refill it. And it's super. I mean, you just unscrew the the handle and it pops off. And there's a little reservoir in there. You you slide it out. You fill it up and uh and off you go and it's like I said really simple to use and it doesn't leak uh you know i thought okay you know is this thing going to be some weird little you know is it going to be something that cheap that leaks whatever hasn't leaked at all and i mean i just it's attached to the side of my bags um i just toss it in my you know i've tossed it in the back of my car tossed it in the bed of my truck it's been banged around a little bit i mean as you can see with the little graphic on the handle it's it's got a little you know a little uh you see it you know there but it uh, it just it just really works really well, um, and it's you know like I said a really simple design it works really well and I've actually kind of liked it uh, since I've gotten it and I, I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of bummed I didn't give it a, a shot a little earlier but uh, it, it does really work well I mean if, if you're somebody who you know you have a brush it, you know it broke whatever you're looking for a new one uh, the Grooved Brush is pretty darn good and and like I said it's you know using that little water. Uh, to, to clean stuff off, it's better than just using a standard brush. I mean, I just sit there, give it a few squirts, scrub out the dirt, and then you just wipe it off with your towel. And, I mean, it's it's cleaner than clean. So, um, you know, like I said, especially this day and age where you can't necessarily wet down a towel at every single course out there, uh, it's, it's a great option to have. And like I said, it, it easily lasts uh, a, a couple rounds, if not more. Like I said, I, I haven't really monitored how much use, but like I said, I mean, I, I filled it, I filled it up the original time when I first started using it and then I filled it up once since then and even that I like I said I had about a third of the 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 reservoir still full so uh, I topped it off and that's it so i filled it twice uh this whole year and I've i haven't played you know thousands of rounds or anything like that but I've played a bunch of 9 holes, have a handful of 18s I'm going to play some more uh tomorrow and 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 this weekend so and I don't assume I don't think I'm going to have to fill it up but, you know even after that so um, it's it's just really good. I mean, the the, the bristles on it are, are really firm. They pretty much get everything out without too much force. Um, and unlike metal stuff, they don't you know they don't put any wear on the face of the club. So it's uh, it, it's a really well designed piece. I mean, honestly, it, it, like I said, at first I was kind of negative about it and whatever. And now that I've used it, I think these guys <laughs> they did a really good job on it. And uh, if you want to check it out, it's uh, it's dot com. They've got uh, they've got them on there. Uh, you know, it's it's a little more than a standard brush, um, you know, because it does have a, a bunch of movable parts. I mean, I think it's it's twenty five bucks, but I tell you what, it's uh, it, it's not a bad piece at all. It, like I said, it's it's really well built, and like it doesn't leak uh, anything like that. It's 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 really, uh, a really a really good unit. So uh, if you want that, check it out. Like I said, GrooveItBrush.com, dot com. But uh, kind of two. Little you know, accessory things that are actually pretty cool. So I i like taking those out. And I like trying them, and I like being pleasantly surprised about uh, you know stuff like this that really works well that I didn't really have on my radar. So um, kind of some cool stuff to check out. But uh, I think that's all I got for today. Hopefully you guys have a good rest of the week. Like I said, I'm playing tomorrow in the league, and then I've got a little uh, scramble outing with my dad and a couple guys on Sunday. So <clears throat> excuse me, excited to play at that. Um, and uh, yeah, that's what I've got. So uh, hopefully, like I said, you guys have a great weekend. Have a good rest of the week, um, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk next week.